The following is a presentation of the Retro Network. Ladies and gentlemen, the Retro Network proudly presents to you, in association with the House Show Crew, a little morsel for your Monday. Answering all the questions that you send our way. So no more lollygagging, let's take on the day. Welcome to the running. Welcome to the running. Hello everyone, it is I, your host for this beautiful Monday morning, Kevin Hellions, and I am in the recording studio, not with Mandy Treats, not with Educator. It's time to expand the podcast, expand our horizons, introducing to everyone listening, Mrs. Hellions is here. Hi. So we have a big show coming up later on for the run-in, NXT Halloween Havoc. And as a preview episode for it this Monday, my wife was gracious enough to watch the go-home show of NXT to find out what's going on. Now, we're recording this before the episode is even aired, just to give a heads up. So, my dear. Yes. My love. Yes. We've been together a long time. Yes. <laughs> we used to record podcasts together. I mean, once or twice. We used to watch wrestling together. Once or twice. You went to shows. Once or twice. <laughs> and then we had a kid. And then everything went. Once, not twice. <laughs> yeah, only once on that. <laughs> uh, yeah, then, you know, that's what I do now. <laughs> yeah. So it's been a little while since you've watched anything wrestling or been on podcasts or whatever. This is correct. Do you have any idea what, and and this isn't, because this is new stuff, so I'm really not sure, or stuff previous to when we watched. Do you know what NXT is, or Halloween Havoc? Do you know what you're getting into? I mean, NXT is the the show that is the up-and-comers for WWE. Yeah. Um, Halloween Havoc, I'm guessing, is a Halloween show. It is. So last one was in 2000, so that's well before we met. Okay. Okay, it was in WCW, which is the... I was still in the high school. Thank you. I was not. <laughs> okay, so WCW was the big promotion in the South, and that was the Monday Night Wars. That was where, where Ric Flair won most of Ooh. his world titles. Yep. And yes, every October they had a Halloween show. Okay. Okay. So they had a gimmick... On a few of them, which we've discussed on the main podcast, in which NXT's bringing back, called Spin the Wheel, Make the Deal. Okay. <laughs> Could you guess? Um, I'm guessing it's a contract thing. Cool. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like you spin a wheel, and if you get the right thing, you get to get signed. Yeah. So the first one, Sting, who you know, mm-hmm. was one of the first things you watched we're when close. we were dating. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that from when I was a kid, in all fairness. Yeah. And Jake the Snake Roberts, who I also remember from when I was a kid, yep, as a heel at the time, have 
they're going to have a match. So about halfway through pay-per-view, Sting comes out and spins the wheel, and it's tons of matches. This gimmick match, that gimmick match, and all. It lands on a coal miner's glove match. A what now? Coal... (laughs) Coal miner's glove. It's like a loaded glove. So the idea is that for them to work down... Okay, but we got to back it up. Is that a thing coal miners did? They, like, loaded their gloves? I guess it's, like, steel-lined, kind of like a steel-toed boot. But it's, like, steel-lined to protect their hands while they're working in case it gets crushed. But if you put it on and punch someone with it, it would hurt like hell. This is so effing educational. Go on. (laughs) So they have to climb a pole to get up to the top of the pole. All right, so it's called a coal miner's... Glove. Glove match. match. Yes. And what is the pole for? The glove is at the top of the pole. Okay. Naturally. So you have to climb the pole to get to the glove, and once you get it, it can be used. All right. Okay, so Sting kind of parkours up the pole to get the glove, punches Jake... Which the snake he's holding in his hand goes back, bites him in the face, and then Sting wins the match. Naturally. I mean, how else could that end? Like, I see no alternatives. So if you if you were excited, you can, of course, watch Halloween NXT Halloween Havoc on your own. But coming up here, we're going to watch the last NXT before they do that, where the matches will be made official. We'll give a little teases. There's a lot more women wrestling that now. That was a lot of lead-up for us watching and not relevant to that episode. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of women around there. I'm curious if there's some people that you might remember from, like, the, when you watched TNA or when we went to 2CW yeah. or whatever. Be very curious and see if you like it all. Also, there's no fans, so it's going to be kind of weird. Right now it's TV screens and a circle Ronda! around the ring. Yeah. Good times. So, all right. We're going to go watch it, and then report back, and there'll be the rest of the episode. So, uh, Maddie, put a commercial in here. Okay, and we're back. Uh, I watched NXT Wednesday Night Live. Um, My wife watched it when it was up on WWE Network, and we took notes. And we're going to discuss it quickly for this episode of The Run-In. So I have, because I know who everyone is, I have notes. But I saw some of your notes. So would you like to tell me who's in the first match? Um, Velveteen Dream is the guy with the broken arm. Uh-huh. Uh, Kushida. Yeah. And Choppa Chop. Choppa Chop? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I saw that and I lost it. Choppa Chop is Tommaso Ciampa. I mean, he could have had a lollipop in that beard. I don't know. He could have. He could have. We actually saw him pre-beard at 2CW a lot, too. I mean, we saw lots of people. We're I know. going to the way back. Yeah. yeah. We saw lots of people. Um, did you... I, now, I know there weren't as many people as I thought you would know, but I, I wasn't booking this episode. Yeah, and here's where it's bad. Like, I didn't even write down who won, and I already don't remember. <laughs> I may not be... A material for this. I think Kushida won. I'm almost positive I Kushida think you won. Might be right. It. Kushida, not Kushida. Kushida. I think Kushida is getting a push right now, too. He came over from Japan and they kind of did nothing with him for gotcha. about a year and now he's getting a push. Oh, no, my next note. Yep. Oh, okay. Yes, I see here I said Kushida wins by yeeting himself out of the ring a bunch of times. He did. It was fun, though. It was. Anything that you can think of that you really. I thought the yeeting was fun. He's a good guy. 
Velveteen Dream's been in some trouble. Tommaso has broken his neck and had a very sad documentary of like him saying, oh, I finally kind of got here and I don't want it to go away. Yeah. Okay. All right. Then we had Ember Moon versus Jesse Camara. Oh, but you're skipping the like ladies division, women's division commercial in between, which I assume was brought to you by Hot Topic. Now, why do you say that? Because they all look like they bought their clothes at Hot Topic. <laughs> Which ones? All of them. All of them. Every single one. Like, <laughs> black, goth, clothes with holes, like, literally everything. Uh, yeah. I kind of got... I mean, when you get into the actual match, one of the chicks, uh, the Indian one? Was, that, was she Indian? Jesse Camilla? Uh, I'm not sure. I thought she was. Maybe. Also, shocked how, like, there was there was more diversity than I would have expected. The women's division, incredibly so. Um, really, for a lot of the matches. Yeah, no, true. I'll give you that. Um, it was a lot less pasty than I expected. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so she she didn't look very hot topic. She was, she had some colors going on. See... Making this a fashion show, apparently. This is what no, happens no, when no. you bring in a wife. No. Um, she had kind of, like, a nerdy college girl gimmick for a while and did it well but it wasn't going anywhere mm-hmm. either though so she's just been repackaged ember moon that's her dungeons and dragons character oh she previous being a wrestler that was her D character so she brought it into the ring and she constantly changes it up and will add stuff she'll do like contacts and hair dye and costume stuff and all she also just got back um Thankfully, she's not on the indies anymore, and she's got a WWE doctor. But mm. they didn't think she was gonna ever wrestle again, much less walk again oh, with her last injury. So she's doing well. Um, Ember got that one, which she's former NXT champ. Yeah. She's come back. She's gonna get it. But then Dakota Kai came out. Yeah, people love Dakota Kai. I don't know if you if she did anything for you really in that match. I it was kind of quick. Remember, it's just the girl comes out and beats her up at the end. It then didn't. There was two women's matches, right? There were two women's matches. Because she's like, the shorter one that came, came out. out at yeah. The, okay, yeah. Okay, keep yep. going. So she's the shorter one that came out. Beat people up at the end. Okay, we had Austin Theory losing to Bronson Reed. Austin Theory is like 20-something years old. He's a kid. Bronson Reed is just, was like a... Was that the one that started out as like a school thing? Like the guy was teaching him? Like a school thing. Like it was his wrestling school, and he was teaching the younger guy, the guy with the bad teeth. Was teaching the kid with the the guy with the long hair. <laughs> I don't think so. One of them started as a teaching thing, and turned into a match. Oh no no no! That's Timothy Thatcher. That's later. Yes, I got you now. Okay, yes. I got you now. No, Branson Reed. Um, a big, I don't know, he's, he's, he's not pasty, as you said, but I'm not quite mm-hmm. sure what he is, but he beat Austin Theory quick, and then Austin Theory complained, and then he beat him again. Oh, then, yeah, okay, so, okay, no, I do remember that, because he was the cocky guy. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and then after the second time he got beat, he just was like, I quit. Pretty much, and he, he's very young, he's very cocky, he may have been a little too arrogant in DMs to fans, we'll mm. say. So we're not quite sure what's going on with him. That Bronson Reed looks like if they put it together, he could be like a monster. 
he's pretty agile for a big guy, yeah. too. Okay, then we had, and I was very curious for this one for you. Uh, we had the heel team of Legado del Fantasma against... Um. Yes, my notes for that were Fantasma, tag match, wanted the other dudes to win. And that's uh, the last of my notes for the uh, record. Adonis, this went downhill fast. <laughs> Adonis, Swerve, Scott, and Jake Atlas. But six man, they're all flying around the ring crazy. They're going nuts. Which when, when we were able to go to shows, is one of the things you would like when they yes, would just I be all like going crazy. I, I like the acrobatics. Yeah, and that one definitely was a lot of fun. I feel like a certain child of ours distracted me a lot, and I think that was the point at which I decided to take the iPad and Chromecast it to the kitchen TV. And then it wouldn't let me pause or rewind or mm. anything. So I had to just kind of like anything I had to do, I had to try to do it really fast. Yeah, it that's also, my definition of the run-in. <laughs> it, it, it also, there was a lot going on, but like like Stan Lee would say every comic is someone's first. So I think wrestling would help for a lot of times knowing it's someone's first. Yeah. And maybe explaining a little more sometimes. Yeah, too much backstory. They only have so much time. Yeah. I get it. Okay, then at home we had the real life couple of Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae practicing spinning a wheel to find out that what their matches be. That was that was funny. That made me laugh. Um, you saw both of them at two CW stuff before. Johnny Gargano, we saw at Chikara for the Syracuse one. I'm nodding, thinking it's yeah. gonna be not. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, not. I don't know why I'm nodding because right. I don't remember that anyways. Real life couple both recently turned heel together though. So it's been like kind of fun. And then with uh with COVID era no fans, we're kinda of hoping oh, um, that they have a matchup. I didn't hate the screens. It really wasn't that bad. And the screens are new. It used yeah. to be the those uh fans, quote fans, which is like NXT people that aren't TV ready yet yeah. in the front. That was all they had. They didn't have the screens um, for the longest yes. time. Yes, they were terrible. Like, the, just standing there. Like, yeah. no reaction whatsoever. I'm like, you're literally the only live audience. Like, at one point at the very end, one guy banged on the plexiglass, and that was it. Other than that, they were like, I don't know, they all look stoned. It, it, it's, <laughs> they've gotten better, but when they first started, it was like, you have to sit through two shows because we'll do one live and then we'll tape next week's mm-hmm. immediately after. You can't do this. You can't sit down. You can't do this. You can't do that. And they were they were exhausted. Yeah. Because they're just standing watching it the whole time and being told how they can react and can't react. It got so to they be, went with no react. It got to be like, I'm too damn tired for this. <laughs> okay. Then we had Everrise versus Drake Maverick and Killian Dane. Everize. Were those the guys that... Okay, this was the one where they, like, punked the guy into getting DQ'd? Yes. Okay. So, yeah. Everize, which we also saw at Chikara, um, two young guys, very good tag team, very funny, great on the mic. Drake Maverick, I can't remember if you were watching TNA at the time, but he was Rockstar Spud, which was, like, Dixie nope. Carter's little bitch. <laughs> no. Um, but he just started teaming up with Killian Dane as you're kind of, like, miss mixed match odd couple yeah. small guy little guy spike and tight it works it's they're gonna make money they work very well together that was fun yeah um Everrise uh is actually friends with our friend joe okay um and he loves everything they do and i rewatched it 
they have a promo from that Chikara show where they are standing on top of the the glorified, you know, building there mm-hmm. that Chikara, that 2CW would have shows at in Syracuse. Mm-hmm. And they're standing on the roof and they're looking over Syracuse and like I-81 and Destiny and they're like, oh, this could be yours. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking lost it. Okay, another member of Undisputed Era is attacked throughout the night. Undisputed Era yeah, is taken out. I didn't out. catch any of what was going on there. They were the ones that went up last, right? Yep. So, Undisputed Era's four guys, they all get attacked during the night. The guy that you see at the end, the unmasked himself. Oh, is he the one? Okay, that makes sense. He's, and he, he's having a feud with the guy that's the head of Undisputed Era. So, that's where that story's going. Uh, Xylee against Casey... Katsona, I can never pronounce her name. Um, Zaylee ends up losing, gets very upset about that, and then Raquel Gonzalez comes out and beats up everyone. Yes, yes. Was there was like there was four people that. Um, Casey's f- best friend, who's also a wrestler, comes to the ring with her. Yeah. Um, Zaylee's th- from China. She's the yeah. first Chinese woman they've ever signed to WWE. I also got the sense that there was like a former friendship between the two of them but they were not anymore it was more that they were both faces okay the than that they were tight casey is the first woman to uh conquer american ninja warrior oh okay and then wwe's like oh you're good she's got like gymnastic skills she's worked Mm -hmm. into it and her curl's just a freaking monster i also really love that the current women's division is not all like super skinny eye candy twigs i mean they're all attractive still but like they're not it's not let's hire. they don't look like supermodels that they trained they look like women that were training that they found <laughs> i think it makes more sense to take a woman that's already wanted to be already wants this to be a not wrestler. Me skinny shaming i'm just saying they no. they a lot of what i've seen before they don't look muscular they don't look like they can do much and these girls these women all did. I, I think a lot of stuff that you saw, especially WWE, because you were watching TNA in the glory days of the knockouts division. Yeah. But I think WWE was, let's hire models and train them to wrestle. Yeah. But I think now it's, let's take women that want to wrestle and then just do their hair and their makeup and their gear very nice and flattering. And that makes more sense. Especially if you can let them shop at Hot Topic. Exactly, exactly. Um, I do not know how tall Raquel Gonzalez is, but she, like, towers over all of them. Yeah, she looked tall. Okay. Uh, I probably come up to her waist. Ah. Mm. Uh, Cameron Grimes interview. Dexter Loomis is watching all creepy and pervy from the background. They're setting up a match at Halloween Havoc. I don't think I even caught that. Yeah. Uh, Timothy Thatcher training, as you're saying. He's be- he yeah. trains on his protege, his training partner, whatever, and then gets mad and actually beats him up. Um, to, uh, Damien Priest promo. I actually like Damien Priest. I don't know why. Um, very tall guy. Uh, super deep voice. It seems like uh, like they're doing a cocky LA rock star kind of thing with yeah. him, but I'm not sure. And then finally, we have the tag team title match at the end: Breezango against Imperium. When the masked man comes out, oh, wait, across, no, so hold oh. on. So this is the. Two identical twin white guys versus the other two identical twin white guys. And then a different white guy came out. Yes. That was my impression yeah. of that well, match. Im- okay, because, like, as someone that's coming in with nothing, like, they just, they need, like, a little more distinction between their costumes. Because I swear to God, I had no 
perception of when someone got tagged and now like uh the way i watch tv is i don't mm-hmm. like, you do other things watching. i'm doing dishes and the tv is on like I, I mostly listen to tv um so i'd like look at something else and then come back and i had no idea if someone had been tagged in a row like imperium i don't know maybe name tags that maybe, may help maybe. <laughs> Imperium's a UK tag team, but they look very similar and they wrestle very similar style. Breezango is Tyler Breeze and Fandango. They're thrown together. One has blonde hair, one has dark hair. That's at least I something. I couldn't tell. Uh, um, two were bald with Speedos. That's and the UK ones. Two had pants mm-hmm. and hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they kind of have a male stripper gimmick going for them, too. Like yeah, that, was, that wasn't bad. I didn't hate that. Yeah, a lot of times during their entrance, they'll both be like police or firefighters or doctors or whatever, and then strip their gear. Why and stuff. didn't you let me watch that one? <laughs> I did. I don't know what they're doing until it's on here. I didn't book it, like I said. Uh huh. So overall thought is now for me personally, I I was having you watch it because I was like, oh, me and Maddie Treats and the Educator were all covering Halloween Havoc. Yeah. This would be a good preview show, and they did nothing really to preview Halloween Havoc. Yeah, not much. Really. Yeah, like it should it should be you'd be like, oh, I want to watch that too. That sounded cool. There was nothing for that. I mean, they played up their ridiculous wheel a bunch. They did. They did. That spin the wheel, make the deal. I I know. We yeah. talked about this. We like, did. Five minutes. We ago. did. That's true. Like five minutes ago. <laughs> um, but you make good points on hey guys, you're making great progress with a diverse women's division, with a variety of male wrestlers that are all white and look the same until we get to the point where they're all white and yeah, look the yeah. same. <laughs> but like what would you say like different colored gear, short tights, long I mean, tights. Like I could tell that the one guy had like fit and flare pants and the other guy had like the tight pants with the boots. But like the, when that is the distinction I'm using to try to tell people apart, like I don't know. Let one of them have like a muscle shirt on or something. Right. Well, Give I'm, me something. Well I mean we had like 'cause I'm brand new to this, like we had like a late night. I have no right background to actually be able to tell these people apart. Because we had like a late nineties, early two thousands era where they were all like black short trunks and a tribal tattoo. Uh huh. You know, and everyone looked like that. So I can see you coming at this like there's a lot of guys that do look the same yeah. and have similar styles and all because whoever they were influenced by. So I don't think I. And I get that they're a tag team, so of course they should be. They should look alike. Like, I get that, but. Throw a bone for the noob. Right. So I, I would say overall, maybe the women's division, maybe the Phantasma six-man head. And some it's stuff easier that... to tell the girls apart because, like, they've got different stuff going on with their hair. Their mm-hmm. outfits were very different. Like... Even though they're all apparently from Hot Topic. They bought yeah, different well, things I mean, in Hot yes, Topic, they... though. Yes, they did. <laughs> it was helpful. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. So if I said, hey, Halloween Havoc's on, let's watch it. You're not watching the full two hours. I'm thinking they didn't sell you on that. But no, maybe... I would. I just, again, I, you know, we're, we're conflicting with my lifestyle of it takes me a week to watch two hours of mm. anything. And I'm not looking at the screen half the time when I do do that. But if I was going to say, hey, can I talk into watching one thing or one segment oh, yeah, or whatever? Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, it, it, but especially I, if it had any of the people I just saw. I'd I was going to say that. I think the women, anything with the I women might... I would start might, to have some recognition at this point, I think. Oh, I think anything with the women might lead it right now. Yeah. All right. So, I think we will close up 
the run-in. Do you know how we close it? I know you listen every week to all the shows. I have bad news, babe. What? What happened? The only things I've listened to are the things you made me listen to, because I don't have time for that either. (gasps) How dare you? (laughs) But I love you and Matt's. Yeah. Both of them? Yes. What about Crone? I mean, I vaguely remember Crone, no offense. What about the Retro Network? Love the Retro Network. Okay, and what about Sequel Quest? Uh, no. <laughs> Obviously. Okay. Mortal enemies. All right, and Joe and Adam at, at odds. Is that JoJo? I'm not like JoJo Siwa. <laughs> no, no, just uh, Joe Sposto okay. and Adam. Yes, yes. Ads. They're all right. Thumbs up. Okay. <laughs> all right. I clicked like. <laughs> click like. All right, so we will close up the show today for that. Stay Tuesday for another episode. And remember, next week's run-in is on a different day because myself, Maddie Treats, and The Educator will be reviewing NXT Halloween Havoc. So we want to thank the Retro Network for hosting us. Thank you to WWE Network for the content. Thank you to special guests this week. My wife, Mrs. Ellian, here. Hi. <laughs> Thank you to Maddie Treats and The Educator for usual stuff. Thank you to Jason Gross and Richard Reeder for our logo. You can follow us across the internet at TRN House Show. You can follow me at Mass Library and MassLibrary.com is my home blog. You can follow Maddie Treats at Maddie Treats. Do I want to follow you online? Not right now. I mean, they can follow all they want, but I haven't posted in like six years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And we thank you very much for this. Give me some feedback. My wife was very nervous for being on the show. Tell her what a great job she did. I once I was nervous. <laughs> Tired. Tired. <okay. laughs> so go ahead. Give us some feedback on her debut on the Retro Network. Except for that cameo one when you came in and yelled at me. Well, that no, I yelled at them. They were telling lies about me. That's true. I had to defend my honor because apparently you weren't gonna. Well, no, but we mock, <laughs> we, we, mock, we mock my ex-girlfriends frequently now. Uh, you don't need to hate. <laughs> okay, so thank you very much for everyone for the run-in, and we'll see you again in the next episode. This has been a presentation of the Retro Network. <laughs>